the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. So before we get started, anybody that knows me knows I prefer a Florida hurricane to a Chicago Democrat roach any day of the week. So I am in Florida. In the event the hurricane bears down on me, this that, that name Ian, that's, that's British, right, Squirrel? Why do they name him after men? These all should be named after a woman. After all, everybody knows when they're done with you, you're left homeless and you look like a bum. Anyway, Ian is going to uh, bear down potentially exactly where I'm broadcasting from. And if that happens, the lovely Honey Bunny has loaded a best of, which we will only listen to a slight elevator music, and then you will continue on with great radio. However, I will not be scared off by some British sissy hurricane. Not going to happen. I'm going to Lieutenant Dan this son of a gun, because this is more important to talk about the things other shows don't want to talk about And the news wants you to completely be unaware of. Like, for instance, the market went down like Kamala Harris on a lunch date almost about the same time today. As a 500-point swing happens and you're not supposed to be aware of it, you're also not supposed to be aware. The government is broke and has not even come to terms on a continuing resolution. you got 72 hours. So forget about Ian and the Floridians. We're going to be just fine. We always are. We always have been. There's devastation like everywhere else, but it's still better than a weekend in the sewer of Chicago. And you're going to end up a lot cleaner. The difference is, I think it's relatively important to understand exactly what's going on in the macro picture of the most important thing to you, the wealth of your nation. Because KJP thinks that Nordstrom had a little bit of a problem. What she means is Nordstrom 2 was blown up. In about eight hours ago. What do we know? Um, one and two. And what don't we know about the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 damage? So we know that things happened uh, almost simultaneously. So we saw uh, pressure dropping in both uh, Nord Stream and Nord Stream 2 pipelines. And Shut up, Fraulein. I could tell you what happened. After the Germans nationalized oil companies that were deriving their oil from Russia, the Russians blew them up. I told you about this 11 days ago. Was it 11 or 10 days ago? Germany has taken a local subsidiary of Russian oil giant Rosneft under state control. The move on Friday includes a PCK facility in Schwedt, a key fuel source for Berlin and beyond. Rosneft- you know everything Donald Trump warned them about? So the Germans have a knee-jerk reaction of nationalizing things, only this time they're not dressed for it. So they nationalized oil companies, 
that we're doing business with Russian oil in the way the American government nationalized all of the investors who bought into Russian oil companies and Russian stocks at the behest of Wall Street, the banksters who sold it to 401ks, investment firms, pension plans around the country. The money's just gone. So the Germans decided to nationalize the oil companies. And the Russian says, nah, not so fast. We're going to watch the dimwit sideshow Bob in Washington call it Nordstrom again as we blow up Nordstream one and two. Nord Stream operators said that actually there is no clue. They cannot say, it's impossible to say uh, uh, when flows can resume through the pipeline. We see uh, there are some gas uh, leaks. Uh, they were detected uh, in the Danish and Swedish uh, exclusive economic zone. God, I don't know how that language never took off. Um, what does this look like a month down the road? What does this look like on the world economic stage? What are the ramifications of this? So the reason that the market went down today and will continue to go down is a culmination of terrible, terrible policies, but more importantly, a ramification of the American foreign policy, which has led us to World War III, whether these idiots want to talk about it or not. In the meantime, let's all watch this 80-year-old political whore follow the stream up from his wet socks as he decides where the problem is, as he pretends to now be fixing... Healthcare costs with him, which is the result of him and Barack Obama destroying the American healthcare system, which you don't even remember how good it was 12 years ago. And this morning, got him more good news about lower costs. You pay for your prescriptions more than you pay, you pay for your prescriptions. Uh-huh. More of your shots will also be free. What? It, 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 it could be because it's too expensive. Are you listen to me? The day after this idiot stole the election, I revoked my consent to be governed because I knew what this piece of dung was. We are 18 months into it. The national wealth is down arguably $14 trillion. The world wealth is down $30 trillion. We are on the precipice of World War III. Russia is blowing up its own oil and natural gas pipelines. The Germans are nationalizing stuff again. Uh, how much of this are you going to deal with? I, I'm that serious. Oh, by the way, there's good news in Illinois. The fat beanbag of a governor you have, he pr- took welfare money and paid off some money, so he seems to be making money in Illinois. The state of Illinois one step closer to paint down unemployment debt caused by the pandemic. Today, Governor J.B. Pritzker announced a $450 million payment. Thanks to Illinois' economic recovery, the... Squirrel, um, can you uh, look... Uh, ask the evil Google machine, where is Illinois' economic recovery? On what industry, on what aspect, on what revenue stream is Illinois recovering? Because the people who can make money have left and are leaving. And Illinois is bankrupt, wallowing and floundering like every other Democrat hellhole third world sewer in America. This is more welfare cheese that he's paying the money off. See, this is what you need to take into consideration. When you're making your decisions, not just to vote. I still believe the cemeteries and the degenerates and the welfare roaches are going to rule the day. But when you lay out the plan of your life, because what's happening is this Democrat mafia that destroyed Illinois is expanded massively. It's now in Washington. It is destroying, destroying the world economic mantra as we are going to lose our position 
as the dominant currency. This is a result of the Democrats. So you're going to have to lay out your future right now. And I, I get this all the time about the, the floor. Oh, the hurricanes. I'm going to tell you right now. I swam in the Gulf this morning. I'll swim in the Gulf probably in the next 48 hours. It's one or two days of hurricane. Isn't that much better than a lifetime of thievery, a lifetime of lies, of fraud and abuse under Democrat rule? I'll take it every day of the week. I'll take a hurricane every week compared to a Democrat run in anything. Because what they're doing, these stories that you heard, I had to send the honey money four and five times because the American government is using its corporatism to have this information censored from the people, which is why 300 million people are watching a hurricane rather than aware of what their government is doing and how close you are to World War III, which I think is a bit bigger than Ian, which I'm going to kick his ass today and tomorrow and whenever he shows his British eye. A plaintiff in Indiana has filed a lawsuit trying to block the uh, president's student loan forgiveness initiative, um, claiming that his tax bill is going to go up and cost more than the student loan forgiveness would be um, because of a program in Indiana. Um, Any comment on that from the White House? And uh, do you expect the program to move forward as planned this year? So we're going to argue over a welfare program that's already spent money. The money's already gone. Republicans are going to have this trick where they pretend to stop it, and we're going to continue to play the same game rather than articulate exactly what needs to be done. Joe Biden needs to be impeached tonight. Tonight! Because the idea that we're just waiting for an election that has no integrity, that's going to be told to you by the people who are the most prolific liars in your life, in your life. The most prolific liars aren't your spouses that may or may not be cheating on you as we speak. It is your government which has never told you the truth. And the idea that we think we're going to win in 45 days, we don't have 45 days. This kind of failure is something that is happening in real time. And the information is being redacted from you, the American citizen. Now, everybody watch the Weather Channel, where these stupid son of a guns have never been right a day in their miserable lives. The cone of uncertainty, which is really in Washington, D.C., and goes up to infinity. It has nothing to do with some British sissy hurricane. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. That's right, squirrel. Not only should hurricanes be named after women, they should be named after strippers. Chastity, Ginger, Lola, Scarlet. Because when they're done with you, you're dressed in the same clothes, you're meandering around a parking lot, and your home is gone. I don't know what the confusion is. Ian, sissy name. Cindy, Arlington Heights. Hey, hey Sean, don't worry. You're going to have your time in the hopper. This year is for men, and an S is not that far away from the I. Wow. And uh, if you don't make it, you know you got to wait till twenty twenty four. Oh, good. Like you mean you mean when Bernie Sanders declares his run for presidency, the ninety year old fossil Marxist communist piece of dunk? They never die, these old bastards. This guy came out today and said he's he hasn't ruled out twenty twenty four. What are you nuts? These guys are what? all tucking their testicles in their be... socks. They're running for office and they're ruining my country. <laughs> Thank he you won't very be alive. Much. Oh, from your mouth to Odin's ears. Craig and, Thank you, thank you. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for yeah. taking my call. Anytime, kid. These, these uh, guys uh, in these uh, 
you know, uh, states that are worried about the immigrants and handle them. They need to take and uh, catch on. They need to catch up. Look what they did in um, uh, Martha's Vineyard. They call it a sanctuary. Then right away, immediately get the military, two, two military guys, two National Guards per each immigrant, and they eject them immediately and get them the heck out of their sanctuary. Can't these guys do the same thing that they did? Just say, hey, we're a sanctuary. Uh, you're going to be here for 24, 24 hours, and then we're ejecting you right the hell out of here. Just do me a favor. Find the sanctuary state for income tax. Can you find the one? I don't mean the states like mine that don't charge income tax. I'm talking about the federal boondoggle of extortion. Find me a state that wants to nullify government law of taxation, and uh, I think they'll have a booming population, and that none of them will be on welfare. I think that's the way to go. And by the way, when it comes to immigrants, who do you think's here right now boarding up everybody's house? Cutting trees. I just saw a bunch of guys cutting trees. Not a one of them spoke English. If they were in the union, they'd be on their way to Kansas City by now. I'm pro-immigrant worker. I love them. And they're hard to unionize because they like to earn, baby. Not because they know some guy named O'Brien or Mickey or some other short-in-the-pants Irish union gangster, but because they like working. They like the idea they can come here, earn money, and buy things. You know, the way Americans used to be. In the meantime, you're never going to believe what is sweeping the Democrat areas. You know how the plan in Illinois and the profits, when you went, see, I already knew what industry is reaping profits, squirrel, when I asked you in the sewer of Illinois. It's drug sales from their legalized marijuana dispensaries where the Republicans and the Democrats control the entire industry, like La Cosa Nostra. And it's video gaming where the Republicans really got a foothold, like that Irish short in the pants Brady and his sexually frustrated wife who owns 16 video parlors. And the way that they do it is they're taking the extra welfare money that I played you yesterday of all the little kicks and the EBT and all the rest of it, and they're putting it in the video games, and they're putting it in marijuana. And this is a problem across the whole world. All around the world, this is a problem. In fact, if you want to know how it's going to end in Illinois, in New York, New Jersey, and California, take a look at some of the other countries that tried a welfare system to buy off roaches. Let's go to Australia. Everybody likes to point to Australia down under. They got good food and not, not bad barbecue. I said I'd come back to it. More too on that decision by Labor to abolish the cashless welfare card. Now, as you're aware, just Enterprise and others have argued repeatedly the card has helped debate the waste of taxpayer welfare support going on to grog, gambling and drugs. So much so that some of the loudest voices demanding the cashless welfare card be retained have been the women of these remote Aboriginal communities. Funny how Labor wants an Indigenous voice to the Parliament but doesn't listen to the Indigenous voices already out there. So it's the same thing, only theirs are Aborigines, ours are Democrats. And what they manage to do is try to bribe people with welfare and the welfare degenerates blow it, ironically, on booze gambling and drugs so pritzker who pretends illinois is making a comeback is taking the revenue he's he thinks he's making from drugs and gambling which ironically enough is welfare and they're paying it off pretending to be winning as the quality of life is so destroyed it's no big deal when a guy gets his car stolen twice in the same day or there's kidnappings now on the west side of Chicago like it was Tijuana. It's now commonplace. And this is how societies collapse and political pimps get to sit there like they're actually winning, especially when they're 420 pounds with butter hands and his wife lives in a different state. 
So don't be fooled by the message by Pritzker or to think that Illinois is actually making money somewhere. It's another welfare shuffle. And that's all they can do. As you hear Joe Biden pretend to fix prices he caused to rally. As you see J.B. Pritzker pretend Illinois is making money somewhere. As all of the people that do move out. This is sooner or later you're going to have to. Rubber's going to meet the road. And when it does, I wonder if they'll vote for Bernie Sanders. Who thinks he's running for president? By some miracle, if he stays alive. So do you think it's enough for Democrats to run on in the midterms? Or do you think, okay. No, I don't. Look, what we don't talk about in Congress and we don't talk about in the media is what's going on with working families in this country. And the truth is that the middle class of this country is falling further and further behind. Wages are not keeping up with inflation. But Joe Biden is celebrating helping the college deadbeats. As we speak, him and Sideshow Bob, they keep running on their very failure. I cannot believe there's still a Democrat party. If this country had any dignity at all, they'd be ashamed to even say the word Democrat. Scum that they are. Kim and, uh, my mouse isn't working. Kim and Mount Prospect. I'm trying to hit the button. God, hit Kim. Wait can you hear me? It. Now I can. Thank okay. You. My Italian aunt, God rest her soul, always told me. Now we're not on the same subject, but I'm just telling you this because I got to go up to. Oh, I got to leave. But anyway, right. watch the weather patterns with this storm that came. Didn't right. we shoot up a rocket last week? Every time they shoot up a rocket, you watch the weather go crazy. And what does that do? That makes the people come to their. You know, they they they're. Uh, when they lose, you know, their homes, their lives, whatever, yeah. you're at the government's mercy. Oh, that's Those what the government rockets are Kim, just, did you see exactly. yesterday how they're not talking about Nassau sending a, a ship, a rocket, into an uh -huh. asteroid to see what it would do? Did you hear about that story? Yes, I did. And I'm telling you. How many you hundreds of millions weather. did that cost us? Well, what did it cost us? It disrupts the atmosphere. Yeah. And we get crazy weather. They're doing yeah. this on purpose, Sean. Oh, they're okay. doing it on purpose. Yeah, they, they, believe me, they're they're gonna they're, they're gonna make money on the recovery, on the build back, on the FEMA. Absolutely. It's all one giant fracking scam. Yes. And the good people we are always need, stuck with the tab. Sickening. We don't need rockets up in the air. Let's fix what's down here. Hey Kim, did you, you see it. the Italian you keep prime talking, minister but you who won? What? Did you see the new yes. Italian prank? Oh, you see. Yes. Lovely, lovely. Yes. She's talking family. about capitalism and freedom yep. and the family. Yep. God <laughs> we may bless. have to look and God going bless. back. We may have to look and going back, Kim. I think I'll be big there. Maurice Berwin. Yeah, Sean, I totally agree with you. Uh, well, Sean, you know, I, I am your, I think I'm your token black Democratic listener, but I agree with you about this. <laughs> now, listen to me. I don't want a token black, a token Mexican. I don't want anybody. I want good people that see the scam and are sick and tired of it. Hey, I used to hang out, hang out with a lot of Italian guys. I used to go by the name Giovanni Russo. Um, <laughs> but I agree with you. I thought that would make you laugh. I agree with Bill Gaming. I, I live in Berwyn. It's everywhere, and I, it takes advantage of people. It's a it's a penny a slot, sometimes a nickel a slot. It doesn't go anywhere. I never know where does the money go. Uh, I don't know why more Republicans don't rally uh, to kind of get that stuff shut down because they make money I mean, on it. Uh, Maurice, who do you think controls it? I, I, same thing with the lottery. I went to yeah. public schools, and hey, how many years did I told oh the lottery is going to pay for public schools? I went to a crap public school on the West Side. Yeah, uh, and so it baffles me all the syntax 
Illinois, and it goes nowhere. No, they're so taking advantage of people, and they like people again. down. They like people desperate. They like people hopeless. And if you walk around these neighborhoods, that's who you're going to find. How many guys do you know? And their whole mission of getting out of it is to hit the lottery. That's how you know they broke in. Here's another thing, Maurice. You know where you'll never find a video game room? Hinsdale. You'll never find one in Winnetka. You'll never find yes, one in a nice, good in neighborhood. Never. Huh? Yes, sir. Thank you, Maurice. Yes, Take care. No problem. Thank you, Sean. Good work, man. Thank you, man. We'll be back with your calls and comments. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. My mother-in-law called me worried about the storm. Isn't it cute? Best in-laws ever. Doug, Northern Illinois. Sean Thompson, how are you? Good, Doug. How are you? Good, man. Thanks for taking my call. Listen, you played that clip about uh, Bernie Sanders talking about the middle class is starting to fall farther and farther behind because inflation is getting out of control and their and their their wages aren't keeping up with inflation. The follow up the follow up uh, question should have been, and the library will never ask this question because it takes about two seconds of critical thinking to figure it out. How would you catch? How would you close that gap? It has to be that he would make it so that businesses have to pay their people even more money, which is going to cause even more inflation, which is going to cause even more businesses to put people uh, to lay people off because they cannot support the payroll. They never ask these questions, and that's a plus that they'll never be able to catch. Bernie Sanders never lived in the real world. Bernie Sanders has never worked. Bernie Sanders is peddling a philosophy that doesn't exist. It is a... It is a hornswoggle. It is a cult. It isn't based in reality. The, the reason that America develops, developed the highest quality of life for the ordinary man was because it was not built on government control. The government was anemic. America's problem started as the government started to backdoor nationalize industries and backdoor influence them. You know, I I watched Trump, and I I enjoyed his run in 16. And he used to do this thing and say, why can't we manufacture things here, and why can't we do that? And then, unfortunately, he had the wrong answer. His answer was tariff. The reason, the answer to his question, why can't we manufacture things here, is because the government collaborated and colluded with labor extortion mafias, using regulation to destroy competition, and chase manufacturing offshore. So if you want to fix that, you break that relationship and you break the back of the organized syndicates called unions. But, those, but are, break- those are very, very deliberate entities that carve out hundreds of billions of dollars for the upper echelon and destroy the, the, the opportunity for competition because they collude with politicians. And the funny so thing how is do they, you break the they, back? You, they whip these guys who work up, who are the members of the union. They build them into this mindset that they're doing them a favor. And none of them look at the... That's why when I read the... Uh, I don't know if you were listening when I did the union, the railroad unions. When I read the salary of the upper echelon of those union fat-ass scumbags who make up the office, the workers had no idea. You mean to tell me everybody in that office makes 300000 and more? Well, how many guys are in there? And the answer is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And then you add up the unions around the, around the country. You're talking about hundreds of thousands of guys who are stealing from the working man 
and stealing from the company to make sure that they have no other competition and chase manufacturing offshore. The answer is to break the labor unions and to deregulate the country so that businesses can prop up and we can go back to what built this country's quality of life. They call it a middle class. That doesn't exist. It's a quality of life. And you can only do that when you have the absence of government in the economy. As, as so governments have- encroach in the economy, you're turning what they want to do is turn us into a European socialist country. And they're, they're succeeding because of, of the, the complacency and ignorance of the citizen. So when you have lawmakers scratching the backs of union bosses and you have union bosses increasing the palms of, how do you break that? Well, you, you, you break it because you attack the money in it, because it's all about corruption. And you could break it all the way down. You know, the whole thing is money and politics. The only restrictions in this country are supposed to be not on Doug, who I don't care what you make, brother. I hope you make 50 million a year. They're not supposed to be restrictions on your income. We're going to take this if you stay under this. If you're a welfare roach, we love you. No, the restrictions in this country are supposed to be on government. And I want to put them back on government. Government is not supposed to have this kind of control of money. First of all, they're running a Ponzi scheme, and every one of their policies is a Ponzi scheme. This country's broke, and it was bankrupted by government, by their corruption, by their pay-to-play schemes. This is all this whole thing runs on. So this whole thing, they colluded with the big insurance company, Blue Cross Blue Shield, number one, a quasi-government company, along with a handful of others to keep it low so it looks, it has an appearance of, of some sort of business. And they destroyed the insurance industry. And they pretended to be helping people. We're 12 years in, brother. 12 years in. 400% increase on everybody's premium. They just don't know it. Because they they think their company pays it or they think they're subsidized. And look at the slave mindset of your fellow American. He's asking for the government to help him. 70% of the country thinks this idiot in diapers helped them today. 70%. This is the problem. And this is what Bernie Sanders knows. The people that buy this phony utopia of you get to sit on your ass and, and pretend to be a good person and live like you have some dignity never works. They, he could say anything and they'll buy it. After all, they did. Here's a guy that never performed a service in his life. He's the antithesis. He's the, ex, he's the antithesis of anybody good. He's the exact opposite of it. He's a leech. He's never been right. And he's never been more popular. And the only way he could make money is off of the other people's backs because he has no idea how to do it himself. It's witchcraft. Witchcraft in a Ponzi exactly scheme. What it is. And that makes a yeah, lot of people I, money. We have, we have businesses in Illinois and Florida, and I can tell you there is a stark difference between the two states and, and, and our businesses in each. So one day it's, you're going to have to look at your wife like I did and my mother-in-law who just called me who's worried sick, who I love like my own mother. You're going to have to look at them and you're going to have to say, listen, I'm going to stop funding the corruption of the Democrat mafia that destroyed my state. I'm going to get the hell out of here. One day you're going to have to do it. Yeah, so, we are getting out of here. Uh, we have to stay up here for family, but we're looking at moving to Iowa or Indiana, probably looking towards Iowa, just because the, the laws are so much better, the taxes yeah. are so much better, and the ideals are so yeah. much better. The ideology of Illinois is going to, it's going to make you stupid. There, <laughs> yes, you are, Doug. Thank you for the call, brother. And if you go to Florida, it's Liberty Real Estate Services. Dave in Barrington. Hey, Sean. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. I'm just uh, staying on the topic on this Affordable Health Care Act and 
Not so affordable. Well, you're a younger guy. I'm a, I'm a bit older than you, and me and my wife, as you get older, things start falling apart, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you go to the doctor, and you pray, you know, like you, our premiums are, you know, would be a real nice mortgage for, I don't know, somewhere up on the North Shore, right? So My premium is double um, what my mortgage was when I bought my house. Double. How about it? How about it? And the yeah. quality of service, so... We, we go to and we wanted to make sure that we're going to the best hospitals, which there are some really good hospitals here, here in Chicago. But now what you're finding is they're all flipping into Medicare. Yes. And make an appointment. Try to go make an appointment. Guess what? Seven months out. You mean to tell needs, me needs that all the warnings. And they say, well, if you got a problem, go to the emergency room. Like, right? All the warnings. By, I think they called her the dumbest woman in America by, uh, uh, what's her name in Alaska? God, my mind just went blank. What's oh, her name in Alaska? Uh, governor from Alaska. Palin, by Sarah Palin. All the predictions yep. by Sarah Palin, all the warnings by the Republicans, yep. all of them came to, to fruition? Well, that's what happens. All you have to do is look around the, country, the world. Look around the world. Everything they're implementing yep. isn't new. It's actually old. It's government control, and what that develops is superiority for the government politician and the corrupted, connected mafia member in the government. Just like all over the world, and everybody else gets to stand in line like a jamoke. Well, you got what you wanted. Are you thirsty for more? And then remember this, Dave. Nobody gets out alive. Only some get to live free. That's the this question. This is true. And remember, it's not what you do, it's how you do it, right? Thank you, so, Dave. The good news is you're calling me is, from Barrington versus, uh, you know, my, my poor guy, Maurice, who's calling me from, from an area that's under siege by political whores. So at least you got the high ground in Illinois. Now you got to get the higher ground and take Maurice with you because nobody deserves to live like this. Nobody. That's why your ancestors lot, came here, brother. It. Thank you, Dave. We got a lot of Ital- we got a lot of Italians here in Barrington. Well, we go back. I've got, I got to call my cousin. We're from uh, the 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 Arch, Basilicata, but I hear the real estate prices went down. Thank you for the call. Uh, I got time for one more. Adam Oakbrook, all the good neighborhoods. Hello. Hi, Adam. Hello. This is Adam. Can you hear me? I could hear you beautifully. Hello. Yeah, you're good, babe. The debate, we have to start having a debate, not about who's angry about things, but what can we possibly do? And what we have to do is take the purse strings away from Congress. How do you do that? (laughs) That's very simple. The computers can do this. For any spending not specifically identified in Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution, let the voters decide if they want to fund public radio. Let the voters decide by their paycheck, instead of sending it to the government every month, your your employer, you tell your employer to send half of it to the government, the other half you say to send send it to uh, pro-life. I love the way uh, you think, but I want you to think about something. You're living in an America where it is now commonplace for politicians to vote on bills that are thousands of pages long that they admit they didn't read. You're now living in an America where it's commonplace for them to work under parliamentary trickery called cloture and pass continuing resolutions and pretend it's bad, even though it has built-in increases. You're living in an America where the American citizen doesn't understand what you just talked about is written in the founding documents because they didn't read them themselves. You're living in a dumber America. 
I have an idea on how you can get them to understand. Twice a year, cash paydays. Every employer twice a year, April yeah. 15th, and the payday before an election has to give you the cash that it costs the employer to employ you. It has to give you the whole yeah. thing. It's not going to work, yes, but I'll tell you what I do like. Oh, no, think... no, let people touch the money. No, no, no. Let but listen, touch the money. do you know that the, yeah. the, the taxes that are taken out of your paycheck was supposed to be a temporary yeah. thing after World War II? You want to fix Absolutely. this country? Make the taxes so that the people have to file like a businessman. So they're as angry yeah. as businessmen when they see that the government is extorting them 50% of their income and giving the money to their political donors. Thank you, Adam. We'll be back with the rest of your calls after this. Good pick, huh? This goes too. All right. Michael on the South Side has been with me from the very beginning. And I love Michael from the South Side. However, I'm going to disagree with Michael from the South Side, but in a very nice way. Michael on the South Side. Oh, good afternoon, Sean. I thank you for taking my call. Anytime, my friend. Yeah, uh, I, I part of our a big part of our problem is that we have way too many people from the groups that uh, Ronald Reagan called special interest groups are voting in these elections, and they have oh. their own narrow, selfish agendas, and they don't see the big picture. They don't. So see what you're crime. saying is special interest. When I read you, when I read what you're going to say, you said many, too many people are are uh, selfish people voting, and, and 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 here's the issue: the problem with the country is there's not enough selfish people voting, and there's special interests that I agree with. I am anti-special interests. I'm anti-bribery, open and notorious pay-to-play schemes. But if we could get the Americans to understand what the Enlightenment is and understand that they have unalienable rights as individuals and there is no good excuse to extort one man in the name of another, especially when you have a society that rewards your section of, of, of society that doesn't want to live up to the standards of dignity, and that's what we have here. We have the, the scum of our society dragging us down. The scum that doesn't want to pay its own way. The scum that calls itself a victim as it wants to victimize honest people who do nothing but work and produce all day long. We are the example of a society that puts its attention and its rewards on failures. And we are failing as a result of it. But to your point of special interests, you have to destroy the system of bribery, political prostitution, that is open and notorious, and the people are stoked up to incentivize it as they think it's good that these politicians get billions and billions of dollars to waste on a governor race. $64.8 billion have been spent on just running for Congress. That's preposterous to me. Add in the governors, add in the presidents. How many hundreds of billions of dollars are wasted on political campaigns? instead of solving the actual problems. And in the meantime, I've got another guy from Dave from Niles who understands the quick answer is to stop government spending. Everyone knows that, but yet nobody wants to see it happen, especially the politicians we send to Congress to be our representatives. Have you ever seen one that was successful in reducing spending, yet we keep sending them every two years? Where is the program they cut spending in? Can anybody name one? They have automatic kickers in their continuing resolutions. And then they hold off on, on the military, and then they make people afraid. Oh, my God, the military, we got to fund it. And they don't tell them that the American government spends eight times what the, what the next closest government spends. And that money that we're spending isn't solving problems or keeping us safe. It's corrupting the rest of the world. 
as we're the ones that are occupiers of at least seven nations. So the problem really is, Michael, we got to have people think about what the Enlightenment is and what the principles of Americanism are. That's why I love when I get a guy on and I say, He's, he abides by the principles of Americanism. Because if you do, you're asking for a very emaciated government and unalienable rights for each and every citizen. Not to pick favorites, but we're so unmoored from that. You have a political whore that's never done anything in his life running things, and who stands to run it afterwards is somebody worse. Thank you, Michael. You know I love you. Is that it? We, we got to go too long? I can't believe how fast this show goes. I'm kicking Ian's ass, by the way. We're still here. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. next guest is somebody who I admire and have admired all of my life. He's been fighting the Leviathan, the corruption in government, for 40 years that I know of. He is the former chairman and founder of Judicial Watch and the current chairman of Freedom Watch. He's also the author of It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America. And last week I called for him live on air. His name is Larry Clayman. Larry, thank you for joining me. How are you? You're welcome, Sean. My honor. Larry, I saw an opportunity last week, and I want your opinion on it. So I cannot afford to have you on retainer. I thought it would be more interesting to interview you. I, uh, <laughs> I saw political whores and pimps sue Governor DeSantis or mention that they were going to sue him, and I saw an aha moment, an aha moment of opportunity as they have immunized themselves from real um, liable. I don't know why they're not liable. And as I look at the current situation, and as I realized, since 2008, the quasi-government company called the Federal Reserve, it is not a government company, but somehow they work under this umbrella of protection. But now if we're going to sue governors, can we in fact sue heads of the Federal Reserve, which is a crime organization that has built the American people $21 trillion since 2008, and now we are paying over a trillion dollars in interest none of which we have signed up to, and no one can explain where the money goes. I've had economists on here, the top echelon, hedge fund managers, where does the money go? As they bilk us into this 0% money, as they push it out on the people, and then they arbitrarily give themselves profits that no one can trace. Can we sue the presidents of the Federal Reserve around the country? This is a really good question, actually. You know, I deal with it. In my book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America, that you just mentioned, that you can get at Freedom Watch, USA.org, and all major booksellers. But the problem today is that the American people don't have standing to exercise their legal rights in court unless they're directly affected, not indirectly affected. And while the Federal Reserve is a quasi-government organization, uh, I'm pretty sure, almost certain, that any federal judge, particularly in Washington, D.C., would probably dismiss the case, particularly since they're in the hip pocket of the establishments of both political parties. As far as the case that was brought against Governor DeSantis, that will be thrown out because he has immunity 
for the action he takes as a governor. And that's something that should be removed as well, frankly. I mean, I, although I really like Governor DeSantis and support mm-hmm. what he does, uh, the fact is is that government officials should not have immunity, and neither should judges, and they give it to themselves. It's not legislated. I hate so a rigged game. it's a tough game. question. Yeah, it's a rigged game. It's a rigged game, absolutely. And it's rigged for the establishments of both uh, political parties and, and government officials. Uh, I'm an old Merck guy, and years ago there were guys that would come on the floor, and they were hustling in private investments. They would pose themselves as floor traders. They would pretend they have a proprietary market money-making system, and they would raise money from ignorant people. And instead of trading, they'd walk around all day. They'd go to the dollhouse, blow it on strippers and, uh, and Ferraris. And this was something that these guys ended up in jail. I see no difference from them to the Federal Reserve heads as they parade around and admit that their cure was was caused by them, number one, and their cure is to bankrupt 50% of the American citizens. And, and it is astonishing to me, as they jack up what is called the rate to cure the inflation they caused, and they profit on all ends. And I'm watching 50, 60, 70% of my country dragged into poverty, homelessness through the roof. I'm tired of these political whores running on it. When the reality is, it's just an old-fashioned Ponzi scheme, rigged game. And until we sue these people and take away their most precious, coveted uh, asset, their money, and put them in prison, they're just going to keep beating this drum. Yeah, and they're just part of the whole establishment crowd, Democrat and Republican, that feed off of each other. You know, the the, the leftists... Democrats today are attempting to destroy the country, take it down to ground zero, so they'll have complete total control continuing into the future against us. And the Republicans actually like it because that way they get to raise more money and they get to to try to reacquire power. Of course, when they have the power, they've done little to nothing. And don't, don't be fooled, Sean, by statements by Kevin McCarthy, who thinks he's going to be Speaker of the House, that he's going to do X, Y, Z with his commitment for America. Oh, uh, no, I mean, he can't do anything. Oh, no. we're going to get rid of the 87,000 IRS agents. He can't because Biden has veto power of anything they do. So it's a total lie that's being perpetrated upon the American people. And these people in the Federal Reserve Board, uh, they could care less. Uh, they have, they're exercising their power. They're doing the bidding of the establishment, of the banks and others that are reaping money hand over fist currently. And the American people are are left with crumbs. And, you know, hey, I'm in California today, and I drove uh, down the street. Gasoline prices now are close to $7. No, close to $7 a gallon for premium. For premium. I mean, think what you're doing, Larry. Imagine when you were young. What would that do to a young guy working, trying to get ahead? He can't even take his girlfriend for a ride. I mean, it's you destroy the lives of millions, hundreds of millions of people. It's amazing to me. Well, it is, but this is how they take control, because you become dependent on them. And as the economy sinks further and further, and as our Judeo-Christian values are trashed even more, destroying the distinction between man and woman, and uh, crime, rampant crime, open borders with drug traffickers, human traffickers, sex, sex traffickers and diseased people running across the border, we become more dependent on them. And that allows them not just to rake in more money and acquire more power, but to push their ideological agenda on the American people. And right now, 
the Republican Party is a, a paperless tiger, which yeah. is just going along for the ride as the Democrats continue their quest to turn this country into a socialist slash communist state. And, you know, my whole thing is I want to demolish demolish the structure of 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 really government the way it sits today and to me the way to do it is the to attack the foundation of how it got here so there's two things i want to ask you, and then i know how busy you are those two things i want to ask you is this the government admits that it squandered the ponzi scheme of uh, the fraud of social security they admit it they've, they've run on it for decades we took the money we stole it there is no Social Security, and we need the people to come in to, to continue the old-fashioned. It is a Ponzi scheme. I need new money coming in to pay out on promises I made. They've been running on fixing this since Al Gore said he was going to do a lockbox. You remember the lockbox and all the rest of it. Can we sue, and how don't we have standing? I have been an independent entrepreneur that I've been paying exorbitant amounts of self-employment tax, which is the, ver- the Social Security tax, along with hundreds of millions of my fellow Americans. So the government admits to me that it taxed me on one reason but stole my money. Can we sue and break Social Security? Here's what we need to do, and I write about it in my book. We have a Third Continental Congress. You are invited to participate. All right. We need to do what our founding fathers did. You remember the beginning part of the Declaration of Independence? I'm paraphrasing. When in the course of human events, the sovereign, the rulers, no longer represent the people under the laws of nature and nature's God, not the laws of the king, not the laws of the state, we the people have a right to alter or abolish that government and to form a new government by and for the people with equal rights for everyone. We are in the process with our delegates around the country of declaring independence, forming a new government, not a new nation. We need a shadow government. We need to offer an alternative to the Democrats and Republicans, to the American people. And that's what our founding fathers did. And that gave rise to the Declaration of Independence on July 4, 1776. You know, King George III, as I've said before, probably on your show as well, was Mother Teresa compared to the people that are running this country today. Bring him back. And Larry, I am... I am so I, I am really having a hard time in accepting because I am terrible at being a slave. But legislatively, hmm. we're all slaves. We are all legislated into slavery. And if you have the audacity to want to produce, now you're really the enemy of the slave master. And they've immunized themselves, they've built this wall of protection, they've bastardized our, our judicial system to where we don't all have standing and the rest of it, and they openly steal from us. They openly fraud us. They openly sign us up to debt we didn't agree to and enrich themselves. There has to be something short of of a violence to correct Well, I'm not saying violent. We just declare independence and go our own way. Let the criminals stay in Washington and commit crimes against each other, guys. We're out of here. That's what our founding fathers did. They didn't declare war on the king. They yeah. just said, hey, we're out of there. Okay, he declared war on us. And that gave rise to the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, and the right to commission militias. Uh, so we have I a really right do. to defend ourselves. I really do want to get involved with this. So where do we go, and what do my people need to do? Because I'm going to tell you what, our show is growing. Every week we grow, and uh, I really think it's time to do something because I'm tired of playing this rigged game. This is something no. where I would have went to the old Italian feast in my neighborhood. I would have flipped the table over and fought everybody there. I, I, I'm, I'm helpless, and I don't like it. So tell me how to tell my well, people I, that listen I would to the like, show. I would like people to join Freedom Watch. We need 
tax-deductible contributions. We need to get bigger. For instance, we're trying Biden now for the bribery from communist China, Ukraine, and Russia. We have the right to do that as American citizens, to, to indict, to seek convictions, to sentence, and to carry it out. We need strong measures right now. And I always say peaceful and legal because this country belongs to us and we need to fine tune our constitution. It's a great constitution, but the founders were inspired by God, but they weren't God and they made some mistakes. And the biggest mistake they made was to put judges in power who were appointed by the president based on political campaign contributions and other forms of bribery, which is what we've got. Yes, men and women on the bench. And then we need to make it clear that government officials and judges do not have immunity. They have to be held accountable like everybody else for what they do. Pay them better if they want to be paid better. But on the other hand, make them accountable for what they do. And I'm, they're not today. And they just walk off, you know, and, you know, carefree that we can excuse the French, ask the American people, yeah. and there's no consequence. So it's freedomwatchusa.org. And here's the other thing. Uh, before I, I know how busy you are, but before I let you go. Big Pharma now wants to, to, to give their experiment to six-month-old kids. The same time they, they bribe the FDA to approve a third uh, uh, vaccine. They call it a booster now for 12-year-olds. Did, they, did the government give immunity to Big Pharma, or can the people sue Big Pharma? Because they're settling with Europeans right now as we speak for 250000 per citizen who's walking around with the Bell's palsy, so you look like a Chicago Democrat woman. But can we do anything? That's a great question, too. I believe you can. First of all, the government did give our so-called government immunity uh, to the pharmaceutical manufacturers for any damages that result from taking the vaccine, health damages. They have a vaccine court, which, by the way, pays out over 75% of all claims, almost no questions asked. So that tells you how viable these vaccines are and how safe they are. But I believe we can sue them for fraud, anybody who, who got the vaccine, because it, the things don't work. It's a complete fraud. And it was just basically meant to enrich the pharmaceutical manufacturers and the kickbacks that they play to people like uh, Anthony Fauci and others, who, by the way, were trying as well. This guy's responsible for the, over, over the, de- for the death of over 6 million people worldwide. He's the one that gave the seeds, the SARS virus seeds, to the communist Chinese, to the Wuhan lab with a $3.7 million grant during the Obama-Biden administration to gain-of-function research. If Derek Chauvin could be held accountable for negligent homicide or killing George Floyd, this guy should get life imprisonment. Larry, when Pfizer opened up a research and development lab in 2009, that's when the antennas should have went up. This is a, another fraud on the American people. What I love is that at least I can call you and your willingness to come on and your willingness to fight them for over 40 years. FreedomWatchUSA.org. Larry, you know, I mean, honestly, I say this in all heterosexual way. I love you to death. I'm proud that you came on the show. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much you for said that. Thank you. Glad you said that because next we'll be marrying dogs. It's <laughs> coming soon. Thank you very much. I appreciate everything, Larry. Thank you. Thanks, brother. God bless. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Is it possible in any way then to sue you people? Sue who? You. I'm asking you for help. Sue who? Me? Yes. Why do you want to sue me? Well, I'm trying to explain. I had a terrible accident. What's it got to do with me? Well, I'm asking you for help. I signed up. FreedomWatchUSA.org. I did it in the commercial break. I hope you did. This is the People's Court. Time for Wapner. Time for Wapner. Like every Chicago Democrat. 
Pfizer is again asking the FDA to authorize its COVID vaccine for kids as young as six months old. But this time, it is calling for a three-shot regimen. Kids would get two shots three weeks apart and then another dose two months later. The FDA is already considering Moderna's shots for kids under six. Its next meeting is in two. We've been asking you, and you refuse to answer, whether anybody on the vaccine committees gets royalties from the pharmaceutical companies. I asked you last time, and what was your response? We don't have to tell you. We've demanded them through Freedom of Information Act, and what have you said? We're not going to tell you. But I tell you this, when we get in charge, we're going to change the rules, and you will have to divulge where you get your royalties from, from what companies, and if anybody on the committee has a conflict of interest, we're going to learn about it. And this corrupt, pickle-faced bastard and his tens of millions that you'll never know how much him and his dog-faced wife have stolen. She's the head of the NIH, too. Rat. And now what happens today? Well, Pfizer is asking the FDA to expand eligibility of its COVID-19 booster shot to children aged 5 to 11. Yahoo Finance's Anjali Kemlani joins us with the details. Anjali, what do we need to know? Well, that if your kid wakes up with the Jimmy leg or walking around like a Chicago female Democrat, Dr. Awardi with the Bell's palsy, you can't do jack about it. That's why I like guys like Larry Clayman. Somebody's got to be held liable sooner or later. FreedomWatchUSA.org. Sign up. Mitchell, this explains. Why can't I click the button? Are you there? Hey, what's up there, Sean? First of all, Sean, keep in mind that the whole gain of function, that's Fauci going through Echo Health Alliance, that's his back channel, for $600,000 that they have, okay? And the NIH, they totally agree to it. They're like, absolutely this happened. So they can't run from the fact that the NIH totally outed them out. Secondly, they took SARS and they merged it with arginine, which is amino acid. That's how they knew it could grow exponentially, being airborne. Okay, so they had this plan. This was in this was in training, or this was in research for years, and it just happens on 2020, an election year, right? Yeah. And of course, the, the Pfizer, you got to understand, Fauci. I met him when I was in pharmaceuticals in 1993. He's an allergist. So I would see him at the Academy of Allergy. He has he has pharmaceutical companies kissing his ass. Okay, for over 45 years, because you know why? He holds a lot of power. Oh, He's sure. an incubator for viruses. Don't you hear what I'm saying here, Daniel? Mitchell, I com- listen, I, I completely get it. I'm going to tell you something else. I want you to think back to the world climate in 2009. It's the, it's the, it's the culmination of the world, you know, the, the closest to a depression since the 30s, right? Pfizer invests $2 million. They could go anywhere in the world, anywhere, for research and development. And they go to Wuhan? Come on, Mitchell. Right. Come on. That's a freaking scam. <laughs> I went long. 312-642. Sorry, Mitchell. Uh, 5,600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. No, honey, buddy. You don't have to pay right now. You just sign up. So they know that they have support of people. It's the amount of people that they need. FreedomWatchUSA.org. I'm telling you, I think this is what needs to happen. We have to break the back of this duopoly corruption where we pretend these idiots are somehow going to deliver us from the corruption that enriches them. I mean, after all, isn't that the real game? It's an inside game. Here's Amy Klobuchar. What is she good at? Absolutely nothing. 
We just did something about climate change for the first time in decades. That's why we've got to win this as that hurricane bears down on Florida. we got to win in the midterms. We understand. That's when I root for the hurricane. I hope he's giving Amy Klobuchar what I'm giving her right now. You stupid son of a dog and your idiot voters. Amy good for nothing Klobuchar. At least get some makeup on these people, huh? Al Kuypers. Running for Republican, uh, what are you running for, Al? I'm running for the 80th district uh, out in uh, Chicago Heights over to Wilmington. And so now will you be just the state guy? So you're running for state politics, right? Yes, yep. And you're running against, I remember you're running against that guy. I think I fooled around with somebody by that name years ago. I wonder if he's got a sister. And could you ask his sister if she's got my Gucci watch circa 1986? I cannot find that thing. (laughs) Right. What's his name? Daloka. Hey, Daloka. Yeah, yeah, you remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I know you had a guy call in from the 47th uh, two days ago, and I was listening, and um, he's a first-timer. If I, and, uh, you know, I'm a first-timer, and what I wanted to send out there is... I think uh, so was Al's sister, if I remember correctly. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> from Villa Park. You, I know you guys were talking about that. But um, but when, when I first... Heard that I could be slated. Damn, Pat Lack and Jordan Ryan, those guys put on a one-day crash course how to run a uh, campaign at the Hyatt over at Rosemont, by the Rosemont. And, um, and the lady facilitating the thing said, uh, I want you people to look around. Two years ago I did this. There was 10 candidates here. This year there's 55 candidates. They were Home Depot workers, truck drivers, Good. dental assistants, lawyers, everybody. None of us ever ran for office. So with that being said, I think that's going to bring a lot more of the Republicans out to vote. And this way, the people at the top of the ticket could get a full scenario of guys of people voting for them. I'm hoping that's what happened. I am, too. It would be wonderful. I hope you can be queen of heaven. Oh man, I hope we can get it done. That's the only reason I'm doing it. So yeah, I'm. I, I hope yeah. we are. And, and we had the trucker call. God, I can't remember his name. I'm embarrassed about the call. I think it was Rich in Nile. Yeah, that's the guy from uh, the yeah. 47th. Yeah, two, two, I, I think it's yeah. great, man, and, and, and it would send a shockwave. If you could turn that sewer around from a recognized, oh, yeah. admitted Democrat mafia, Chicago, 100 years, 100 years. That's worse than New York. Where's the yeah. New York? Well, yeah. Well, I'm I'm run, I, the, the thing of it is 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 as soon as I heard that they're teaching our kindergartners about the LGBTQ and sex ed at, at five years old, I just said I can't take it no more. Well, you, you know, know what's I funny, gotta, Al? I gotta I'm going to tell you something. I have family who I love, who I love, who are homosexual. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a yeah. rip. I don't give yeah. a rip. And I'll tell you another thing. They don't. They wouldn't want to tell a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old. That's not for school. Let alone you got these fat-ass teachers. Half of them can't say the word "ask." They're too stupid to teach what should be taught. So they teach them their proclivities. It's a sickening, yeah. disgusting world that our fathers, our grandfathers, would have never tolerated. You imagine you go home and you tell your old man, "Yeah, Miss Guzzy with her big fat ass just told me about her girlfriend." the hell is going on yeah it's ridiculous yeah, al I so i hope you it win is. brother it is. change things thank you in, thank Sean. you in the meantime thank you al campers in the meantime let's listen to eric adams who's proud of the reputation new york has this is when you're living in a delusion 
where you parade around and you don't realize you're the one with the hat and the fan on top, you moron. We have a brand. New York has a brand. Really? And when people see it, uh-huh. it means something. It means corruption. It means a sewer. It means danger and hopelessness and high costs, you stupid idiot. You know, when we go there, it's not. A, Kansas doesn't have a brand. <laughs> you know? Yes, it does. The opposite. Dorothy, the Wizard of Oz, honesty, nice people, non-scumbags. Not too many Democrats, but enough to make you lock your doors. <laughs> When you go there, okay, you're from Kansas. Yeah, (laughs) laugh it up, you stupid idiot. Because you're the only one that thinks it's a good place because you got a team of security guards, you moron. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, you know what? (laughs) But New York has a brand. It has a brand. That's the ignorance and arrogance of a mafia member, of a loser. That's your typical Democrat. Right there. Wallowing in failure. Wallowing. Wallowing in the kind of corruption people avoid. As 500,000 people move out of the sewer. There's your brand, stupid. Everybody with a brain and a job and dignity gets the hell away from you. It's kind of like Chicago. It's kind of like the rest of the place that Democrats rule over and destroy. We had a little incident down here in Florida. I don't know if you heard about it. Some scum, Chicago Democrat scourge, thought he was going to rob a gas station. Well, you got any A robbery attempt is nipped in the bud when an armed man finds himself up against a convenience store worker with his own weapon. It happened on September 9th in Pensacola, Florida. The Escambia County Sheriff's Office released this security video saying the suspect, 32-year-old Rakeem Stephen Tate, turned a bad decision into a worse decision when he entered the store armed. Security footage shows Tate walking inside, carrying a gun under his right arm. He walks around the store before speaking with someone who is off camera. I don't mean no harm. I'm just not from around here. Well, you got a new member. I got a big But I'm not from around here is what I'm saying. I'm from Chicago, bro. Escambia County officials say the clerk noticed Tate was armed before he entered the store. And, and that's when he put his own gun. And he raised it up and he pointed it at Rakim's face. And he said, your gun's on your side, Rakim. Mine's pointing at that thing you call a face. What do you want to do? And Rakim tucked tail and walked out. And that's the way they should be dealt with. That's why in my garage door back in Chicago, I leave the door cracked because my brother-in-law called me. Said a bunch of Democrats were going around checking car doors, checking garage doors. So I open it just a little bit. And I put one of those old bear traps underneath the mat because I want to catch a Democrat by the toe. I can't wait. This is how you're going to have to start treating them because they have the protection of government. Kim Fox will let Rakim and his shotgun out on the streets in 72 hours so he can go and kidnap somebody or beat somebody on the red line. What else happened in Chicago? 
This morning, we have a new look at three men wanted in connection with an armed robbery on the Garfield Boulevard Red Line stop. This morning, Chicago police are asking for your help to find them. And this comes to the CTA just announced new safety measures across all rail stations. CBS 2's Mugo Odigwe has more on this. Well, Mugu goes on to show you the picture of these three CPS students that you're paying 29000 a year to pretend they go to school. Proud as peacocks, all with their faces as they beat, rob, and pillage the red line. And that's only until they were able to do a little ghetto ride share and carjack somebody hours later. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. Nice pool, kid. Matches what I'm watching here in the studio. Gotta have good music. You have to. John in Naperville. Hey, you know, I think as a form of protest, what we should do with the safety act is round up all the homeless and let them camp out in the Hyatt Hotel lobby that J.P. Pritzker owns because yeah. they can't remove them anymore. You know, it's a funny thing. I wonder if that would be uh, that would be ironic, but that that doesn't apply to them. Believe me, he'll get the the, the 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 police in there and his security team, and they'll get out of there. That's only for guys like me and you. But, John, I, I you no, no. actually inspired me. I have a friend of mine, a friend of his. His daughter is a college, just out of college, young girl, and she had a bunch of friends, and they live in uh, Portland. And he bought the kid a house, a nice house, whatever. And this kid came over who she knew. And he came over, he's like, you know, I just want to see what you're doing, and he won't leave. And in Portland... She called the police. She wants the kid out of there. Called her. The police said, we can't do anything now. He's in there. Yeah, you invited the, him in. The, he doesn't have to leave. Yeah. The father flew out there, who's a lawyer here, to see what the hell he can do. The law means that you can't get this scumbag out of this kid's house now. It's preposterous what's going on. I'm one step ahead of you on this, Sean. What we do then is if the security does remove him, then we can have a civil lawsuit against him, and we can make some money. Please. Now nah, you do the old Melrose Park. I used to get this in my buildings. That's when I would drop the cement parking meter in their parking space. Not, well, I don't have to leave. I take the doors off. Don't worry, we'll get you out. But now I'm civilized now, so you can't call me. But this is the way you decivilize people. Because I want you to think about if that's your daughter, what do you do? What do you do? You call the police, and they say, I, I, I can't get them out. What do you mean you can't get them out? I paid for the house. My daughter's in there. She's nervous. She wants to get out. No, she invited him in, and now he has, he has squatter's rights. Squatter's rights. What the hell is that? That's when a Democrat gets to stay somewhere for nothing. So you can't buy him off of welfare. Now what do you do? I know. We'll say it's some sort of justice. And it'll apply to only the people. And we, the government, we don't have to worry about that at the Hyatt Hotel. I wonder if Pritzker's mansion, the two, one of the two, homeless people going to go in there and get squatters rights? I don't think so. Because it's two worlds in a mafia. There's La Cosa Nostra. And the connected mafia members. And then there's the rest of us chumps. That's what's happening right before your eyes. The good news is there is some entertainment. Because just like real mafias, the members who make them up are absolute and total morons. But it is significant that we are here together in Tokyo. um, In that we also share a common goal and bond as it relates to our dedication to peace and security in the Indo-Pacific and the work that we will continue to do to ensure that we are guided by what we are joined in in terms of uh, international rules and norms around the importance of peace, security, and prosperity. Brilliant. 
And then one Japanese guy looked at the other one and said, is she going to take her clothes off? That's exactly how that went down. And this is what you're living with, with the Keystone Mafia, also known as the Biden administration. Right now, he's getting a story read to him. I think it's Choo Choo Charlie and the little train as he goes nappy nap and seepy seep because at six o'clock, he's tired. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This is the election. This is the one. These Democrats retain power. Flush the area. Flush it. Everywhere they rule is in chaos. Everywhere they rule is bankrupt. Everywhere they rule runs like an organized syndicate mafia neighborhood back in Sicily. Everything they do is corrupt and failed. Illinois has a chance. Let's see what they do. I want to bring on a good person who's trying to change it, Christine Shanahan McGovern. You are having a fundraiser. Tell me all about it. I am, yes, thank you. Uh, I'm having a fundraiser on Thursday at Bourbon Street, which is located out in Marionette Park. Um, the address is 3359 West 115th Street. From 6 to 9, it's $50, but it does include a cash bar, food, I have some great raffles, and then we have music, live music by my friends Grace and John Music. Um, but it's an opportunity to be with some like-minded people, some people who want change, but more importantly, it's an opportunity to help me win the seat, um, of which I, I can do, and I'm going to. I'm out there. I'm listening to how frustrated people are. They are just set up with, with the key topics, the crime, the economy, our schools. Um, you know, this safety act is just out of control of what's going to happen. I always say, I tell people, we're living in a real-life game of Monopoly where you pass go and the criminals get out of jail free. And it's only going to get worse in January. So we need to hold these people accountable who stayed silent, like the guy I'm running against. He might have voted no for the safety act, but he was in the assignment committee and he voted yes to move it forward. So that's BS. To Who is the guy you're any- running against? Is he, does he have a charming name like Dalka? Who's the guy you're running against? It's Bill Cunningham. Oh, another Irish guy. Yeah, um, yeah. So he was a step-and-fetch, rubber-stamp Mike Madigan lackey, short-in-the-trousers leprechaun? Correct. All right. Correct. And, and um, do, the pe- do the people in the district understand that he is part of the problem that has destroyed the great state, the once great state of Illinois, that made it normal for ComEd to have an arrangement for three decades with the Chicago Democrat Mafia that raised the cost to every one of the citizens and was open in its in its fraud and scheme with Mike Madigan for three decades? Or do they just want in on it? I'm curious to know the district. No, I, I think that now, obviously, it, it was a very, very strong Democratic area. You know, I, I've made some posts where people felt handcuffed. That We've talked about this before in the show where in the beginning of this, when I wanted to get signatures from people, grown men wouldn't sign my petition because they were afraid of retaliation. 
Well, no one should have that much control over your work, over your income, over your the way that you raise your family, the way that you can support them. And that's what has to stop. The, the Do- Democratic Party is not what it used to be. The Republicans are the conservative voice that believe, you know, like, like my committee name, and, and I heard some some negative issues back at me that I decided my faith is very strong. And, and I chose my committee name, Shanahan McGovern, for faith, family, and freedom. And people said, you're going to alienate people who don't believe in God. I'm like, we got here because people don't believe in God and they don't have a moral compass. And they're letting all this this gender identity for kindergartners come into our schools in, in this crazy-ass bullshit, sorry, BS yeah. that's happening. It, it, it's so wrong. She didn't say it. She didn't say it. Uh, let me ask you I this. I did I stopped. <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, when you see the media, which is nauseating, Ponce and his two moron fruit of his loins kids, and they talk about the, the wheel tax, and Illinois is going to help you out, but it'll start in January of 23. Are the people sick and tired of, of being taken for granted and accepted as willful slaves as they don't even ask, well, well, if you can suspend it arbitrarily, why was it ever on in the first place? I mean, is this something that the people are showing disgust with? I'm curious to know what the take is. Is, is anyone even mentioning the climate of overtaxation and government turning its back on the citizens by refusing to protect them from the scourge criminals? What exactly yeah, that, is, the, that, is the take? That Honestly, this crime bill is the number one issue right now. And, and how could it not be? And I know that our, our um, again, I shouldn't say this, but our fat-ass governor is out there making the impression that this is a good thing, that this is reform. This isn't reform. This is having a lack of accountability. And it's starting in the schools. I see it in the schools. They wanted to have the numbers down for certain areas and certain minority children to not have a label that they were troublemakers. You need to stop. We need to have a whole positive change on how we react to criminals. By positive, I mean they need to be held accountable. If you say that there's no consequences, what is going to stop them from doing it? It it makes no sense to the average person like you and I and all of your listeners out there. And we're living in clown land right now. We are living in clown land. What are your people, you know, this is a stat that, I only know because I have a friend who uh, is in the business. Video game revenue, video gambling in Illinois, is up 32%. As everything is imploding, the only industry that shows any positive revenue is gambling and drugs, as pot dispensaries seem to be the nicest businesses in in, in ghettos. And they're controlled politically by organized crime in the Republican-Democrat Party. Do the people yeah, accept yeah. this, or are they rejecting it? I'm curious, like the average Joe, who goes to work and might have thought himself, I'm just a Chicago Democrat, time to watch Wapner. Is he disgusted with what he's seen in his neighborhoods? I believe so. I, I can say that with 100% certainty. You know, there might be 1%, 2% that are so hard Democrat that they don't even want to face the reality of what's going to happen. They think that our world is wonderful. They think our economic path is great. They think that our taxes. Someone actually told me, I'll pay more taxes if I think it will help. That's somebody who doesn't work. Exactly. Either that or they got one of those those phony 
sit on your fat ass and wait for a mystical, magical pension government jobs. That's, those are the people that say, I'm willing to pay more taxes. Because, listen, I grew up with these guys. These are the guys who know they don't have to do much and just wait around for 20 years, vote for Democrats every election, and they get that phony pension that isn't subjected to the forces of economics like every other American is. And they're in the scam. They just think they're virtuous because they don't want to wake up. It's, it's ostrich uh, 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 character, ostrich dignity. They don't want to wake up and realize, wait a minute. I'm the scumbag that why we're in this pickle. So I'm wondering if maybe this atrocity to the sense of dignity in the human being is enough to wake them up. I think that it is. And, and going back, you touched on the comment about the drugs. And, and now what's happening is that when you have when you are caught with a certain amount of fentanyl, it's no longer a, a felony. It's a misdemeanor. I personally have lost two family members, cousins, to a fentanyl overdose. And, and that, is, that is going to increase with these lack of accountability for these drug dealers. And I think that the path is to, hey, who cares? Let's just let everyone do whatever they want. Life is great. There's no consequences. But when you have people who are conservative, and by conservative I mean they believe in the value of family. They believe in the value of hard work. They believe in earning what, you know, earning your wage and, and being accountable. Those are the people who are are rising up more to see what's happening and are, are vocalizing against it. I mean, the event that I had last week had 300 people in a Democrat South Side Chicago. That's venue. great. It was amazing. It was See, the problem amazing. is you got to hope they're not easily distracted because it's the, the problem of drug deaths is so undeniable that a mafia capo from Chicago, Ferret Face Garland, the Department of Justice, now pretends he's going to attack it as he has allowed the Sinaloa cartel to flourish in Chicago as it runs now the Democrat Party, because the reality is they have these splinter gangs, but they're all in on this scam, and they're all enriching themselves, and everybody knows about the Eisenhower Expressway, heroin highway. They know what it is. They don't want to arrest them, and now he comes out and says, oh, fentanyl deaths are a problem, because the election's in 60 days. Will these Democrat voting morons say, see, they're doing something, because they can't figure out that they are the contributors to the Democrat mafia. And every single alderman in Chicago knows a drug dealer and just wants a piece of the action rather than to break their backs. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. And until we get everyone out and we replace them with honest people who won't be bought, of which Bill did serve on the um, Energy Committee, just to throw that out there. So the guy you're running against served on the Energy Committee, which was bribing the Madigan machine for 30 years. And when it got caught with its hand in the cookie jar and was given a fine, the first thing they did was get Madigan's hand puppets to vote a rate increase so they could pay off the fine with the people paying a higher rate. Do I have it right? Yes, pretty much. You you pretty much summed it up. And, and not only that, you scumbags. Know, yeah, scumbags. There is this um, this organization called Illinois Sunshine, and it shows who received funds to you know support their campaign, and um, it, it it shows a lot. So I I went on bills and I and I looked to see who donated. And as he was shutting down our businesses and mandating that students 
get a vaccine and and supporting the role that public schools or rather excuse me private schools had to abide by the same rules as public schools teacher unions well he's taking contributions from all the vaccine manufacturers oh big pharma's big pharma's funding a scumbag short in the pants irish democrat from chicago yes so here i am organizing reopen illinois to save our businesses here he is voting to fine our businesses if they don't abide by what well he was paid to He's just yes, a good yes. step and fetch Chicago Democrat mafia member. All tough guys, Southside Irish guys. I love the fact that I'd go over there, kick their teeth in, and date their sisters. I loved it. I wish it was the eighties again. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it, but honestly, I honestly can tell you, I was at an event last night. I actually did a, a couple events last night, and one was the um, American uh, Pol- Congress of Polish and American Polish Congress. Excuse me. And I spoke That's with right. a lot of the older they members They expected there. you to get it wrong. Not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to say a few words in order to identify that. And um, just to hear their, their stories of what they lived through and came to America to get a better life. And now they're saying, we are going back to what we left. And in, unless we start listening to what the older generation has lived through, the younger generation doesn't have a clue. They're slowly being implemented on this path that we are going to lose our rights towards socialism. And we have to stop it. We have to stop it. I had a guy working on, uh, it's funny, I had a guy working a project on my house back in in Illinois. This is a, a year ago. And as things were starting to get bad, he was from Poland, and I really liked him. I didn't agree with him on politics. He was kind of a quasi-socialist, but he was an interesting guy. He was a smart guy. And he said, after this job, I'm going back. I said, what? He goes, yeah, I'm going back. I know what's going to happen here. I've been here for 14 years. I see how it works, and I prefer, if I'm going to live under this same corruption and climate of, of corruption and this same kind of scandal that I, that I left. I'm going to go back where I'm among my own people. I could speak my native language. And I made enough money, and now I could take advantage of the currency fluctuation, buy a house I always wanted, and I'm going to live under the same kind of corruption and tyranny. I might as well go back to the guys I grew up with. And that's that's the reality that a lot of these people are coming to, because Chicago is an embarrassment. The Chicago Democrat Party is an example of an Eastern European socialist, corrupt, oligarch-run system. That's the same thing. Only instead of the dailies, they have the name Ski at the end or wherever they're from. This is something that is disgusting and despicable and very well known. And you have an uphill battle because it's broadly accepted in the sewer of Chicago. So I wish you the best yeah. of luck. And I'm glad to see I won't. Nobody will have to stare at Bob Fioretti's bad blonde dye job and pretend he's a Republican scoundrel that he is. So tell the people one more time where they can go and how they can help you. Okay. Please come. Please help me. I do need the support. Um, Bourbon Street uh, out in Marionette Park, 3359 West 115th Street. It starts at 6. Again, 50 bucks for open bar. Um, food, raffles, and then we have a great live band, Grace and John Music. Now, you're sure you coming on here helps you? Because, you know, I can't imagine I'm very well liked in these areas. All right. right. You know what? In fact, I always have people who come up to me and say, and whenever we hang up, you did great. I listened to it. I shared it. Um, No, people people adore your your candidness. They adore your honesty. They like your energy. 
Um, they appreciate that you are helping me, who's just a, a, a normal girl from the south side of Chicago who wants to make a difference and stop this liberal lunacy to protect our faith, family, and freedom. And if you can't come to the event, you can donate at my site, and that's McGovernForIllinoisSenate.com. All right. She is Christine Shanahan McGovern. Thank you for coming on. Ask your opponent if his sister's got my watch. I lost that thing. I can't find it anywhere. I loved it. Thank you very much, Christine. Hey, stay safe. We'll be. Oh, yeah. No, it's not going to beat me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. What a song, kid. I'll let that one breathe a little bit. Let it breathe. Oh, those were the days, huh? Mike Elgin. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Good, Mike. How are you? Good, thanks. Hey, I, I called in not too long ago, and I uh, gave you a little bit of praise for just kind of being you and doing the show that you're doing. Thanks. But uh, today, I had a question I wanted to just kind of get your opinion on, you know, with everything that we we, we talk about, what we listen to you on, and uh, what is, as, as a conservative and as somebody who wants to get things back in line here or in line here, mm-hmm. Who am I supposed to be talking to? Am I, am I talking to, you know, am I talking to somebody who I just think is somebody kind of like me who's just in the shadows, not not speaking their mind I'm, so much? Or am I trying to talk I'm to gonna somebody tell you, I'm going to tell you what I've thought. See, it's hard for me to tell you how to be, talk politics because it's all I've ever done. I don't watch sports. I don't even know the coach right. of the Bears, and I don't want to know who it is. I <laughs> this is This is what I do, and, and I surround myself, whether I'm in a business that I don't own, which I do down here, and I'm very open about my my intolerance for fascists, for Marxists, for Fabians, and for corrupt government supremacists. So right. I, I have a hard time even with you saying the word conservative. I'm not a conservative. I am truly a liberal. I'm a progressive. I believe in absolute progress in a liberal fashion in a laissez-faire government. Conservatives, when you say that, I picture old lady face Mitch McConnell married the Mata Hare, the shipping heiress from China, selling us out you know, in a fashion we can tolerate. That's what the conservative Republican Party is. But what, who my enemy is, is the Fourth Reich, the Mafia, the Democrat Party. But I'm not, I'm not a collaborator with the, the conservative Republican because I don't know what that means. That means a, a tolerable Fabian control collectivist that I support. I don't. So I want to I want to start a new party, brother. I'm dead serious about this. When I you know I I bring on guys that you ever hear Larry, Larry Clayman? He doesn't go on a lot of shows. Because what Larry Clayman is, what and I'm just giving him as an example. I could go with EJ Antoni, anybody. I bring on guys who believe in Americanism. That is to break the back of the duopoly. That is to eliminate the government corruption and to handcuff and hamstring the only entity in this country that is supposed to be the government. The government is not your friend if you're an honest man, if you're a producer. The government is your enemy, and they tell you they are. I want to make it so that everybody, regardless of where they start, regardless of who they are, can own their own property, which is their life, their unalienable individual rights. I hate collectivists. The conservatives are well-dressed collectivists like Mitch McConnell, and he's just the best example because he's the ugliest son of a dog I've ever seen. (laughs) And married to the to the lovely Chinese shipping heiress. If that doesn't just smell of absolute sellout to China, as her family is uber rich, 
And the contracts are through the roof because the son-in-law is the most powerful senator on the Republican ticket. Now, am I supposed to help that son of a dog become more powerful? No. So I, you want this is how I talk to people. And you want to know something? The people who say to themselves, I'm a Kennedy Democrat, they don't even, they need to be shaken and woken up. And what I just did to you wakes them up because that makes sense to all good people. And that's what the war is. It's people of honest integrity and good character against the scum. And that comes in all kinds of forms. So identify myself. When someone asks me, are you a conservative? Absolutely not. I am a true liberal progressive. Me. But I want progress for, for human beings, not for government. Right. And that's where you're going to win. So if you think I'm going to help a guy like Mitch McConnell, I'll spit in that hound dog's face anytime I see him. Lindsey Graham, scumbag. And I'll tell you, Marco Rubio, scumbag. Can't stand that scumbag. These are the kind of things. But you have to take these in individual things because what they get us in this team mindset, then we pretend we win when we send Adam Kinzinger and her and the rash Liz Cheney. We send them to Washington. Do you realize the skullduggery these two con artists perpetrated on the American people? They did absolutely jack but enrich themselves and their families. So it's time to break that system, brother. So that's how I open conversations. That's how I end them. And here's the other thing, Mike. I don't give a rip what anybody who ever voted Democrat thinks about anything. Because if you're behind this kind of mafia, you're the problem in the country. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the call very much. I went long with Mike, but it was worth it. Tina, the lovely lady, she may have a lead on my watch. We'll go to her after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. You know, with all this money given away to college students, how come they didn't give money to people who have red light tickets now that we know that political whores, politicians have been bought and sold like Madison Street hookers back in the 70s? Five dollar. Rats. Tina. Joliet, why can't I hit the button, Squirrel? I got a problem with the system. NSA or Ian, can you hit Tina? Hi, Tina. Hey. Hey, Sean. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you know, living the dream. Sure. sure. Um, so I wanted to tell you, I, I am a uh, fatalist when it comes to Illinois. I was waving the, right flag, the white flag to give it up. It's, the state is not savable. And I hopped on Facebook this morning, and I was um, on a Republican judge's page, Liam Brennan, and I'm reading comments, and I see my 74-year-old, dyed-in-the-wool, Irish Democrat aunt asking if he's a Republican and then pledging her support. This woman has never voted for a Republican in her entire existence, hated them. And you could have knocked me over with a feather when I read her comments. I So did you call her up and make up with her? No, they haven't talked to me in two years. It's <laughs> okay. all right. It's all right. But fair enough. She's coming around slowly but surely. She's Listen, coming around. I was just I was just watching the Chicago News. You know they got another woman that was uh, a victim of this guy walking around in pajamas that attempts to kidnap these women that are walking in the West Loop. Yeah. Another it, one it's just not, came forward. It's unbelievable. He's walking around in pajama bottoms. He's got a little bean head. He looks obviously like he's a victim of lead poisoning, which seems to be a problem. His <laughs> eyes are going in two different directions like a Geico. He could be Lori Lightfoot's brother. 
In the meantime, nobody can find this guy? A six-foot guy yeah. in pajama pants. Someone hit him with a crowbar. Could you please? Jesus, Tina. Well, hey, sooner or later, the failure is big enough where even the old Democrats can wake up. Good news, Tina. Thank you. And if you have a girlfriend that Thank finds you. my watch, circa 1986, Black Alligator Band, I love that thing. You know, it was the 80s. I was drinking. I left it somewhere. Thank you, Tina. Uh, I'll put the word up. Nice. Thank you. All right. Uh, Kim, Northwest Indiana. Hello, Sean. I have two things I'd like to tell you. All right. Um, so the first is, um, for some reason, I've you got have my a, watch? a... No. All right. No. I, yes. I have your watch. I'll mail <laughs> okay. it back to you. All right. So um, <laughs> uh, I got in a little altercation on a... Dem- for some reason, Frank Mervine, who's the stupid incumbent Democrat congressman here running, um, I Mervine? got a post. That's a peculiar Yeah, M-R-V-A-N. Mervin. M-A-V-A-N. He's that, our congressman. Sounds like so a shallow we have a wonderful Mervins. Yeah, but we have a wonderful woman running against him. But anyway, for some reason, I got a, a post on him on Facebook and about how he's, you know, helped Indiana families and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thank you for voting for everything and Joe Biden's agenda. But, well, someone commented on me. And, like, what are you talking about laughing, you know, blah, blah, blah. So um, I'm like, look, I don't, and he wants me to explain my position. I said, I don't have to explain my no. position. I'm certainly not going to explain my position on social media. I said, if you want to debate me, let's meet in person. He goes, okay. He picked a spot, which was today at 1030. I showed up. Guess who didn't show up? No, they never show. You know how many of them I invited no. to the cigar house? I'm dying. Yeah. I'm willing to risk no. the job. They never show. What are they going to argue? I'm a welfare roach, and my philosophy yeah. is because I exist, we need to take from somebody else and give to me because I'm entitled yeah. to act like I have dignity, even though I've never earned it. That is the platform yes. of a socialist recipient, a Democrat-based welfare roach. They have nothing to stand for. Or my other favorite no. is, hey, listen. I'm in on this scam, and my Guido Sarducci-run cement company doesn't get it unless we bribe a Democrat. Then we get these puffy contracts, and we all go sit on our ass and laugh at you people while you wait for the Jane Burnett uh, Expressway to be done, or extension to be done. So, you know, there's yeah. two kinds of Democrats. Those that are in on the scam, and those that are too stupid to understand it. Why are you going to waste time on it? Right. Exa- well, I just did it for a social experiment, and I my hypothesis was met. And then I yeah. have another thing to... Maybe give you some good news. Right. I have a 14-year-old son. He's in eighth grade. Right. We live in northwest Indiana. Um, he comes, he's been coming home with all these I did that FJB stickers. Apparently, 95% of the eighth grade class hate Joe Biden. They're Republicans, and they're passing up the stickers. They wear them on their shoes. They have them on their phone. They have them in the folder so much so that the school said that they can no longer have the stickers. And my son is sitting in here in the car with me if you want to ask him about it. I love that. I believe you. I believe you. (laughs) Now, here's another thing I'm going to tell you, Kim, because you sound like a wonderful person. If you're ever going to go meet one of these scoundrels again, you don't go alone, kid, because they may be walking around in pajama pants and kidnap your ass. And that's not good for anybody. You've got to take care of that 14-year-old boy. Sean? Yeah? He's a liberal. I can take him. 
All right. He's he's probably got a man bun. He's got yeah. a man bun Fair and enough. he's fat yeah. and he eats That's hot pockets true. and lives right. in his parents' basement. That's I can true. take him, but thank well, take you. your kid. My yeah. mother had me fighting men when I was fourteen. Don't worry about it. Toughens him up. Thank you, Kim, for calling the show. <laughs> Bye. I appreciate it. Ever tell you that story when uh, the three guys were picking on me? I was like twelve years old. They were older than me. Did I tell you this story, Squirrel? And they took my stuff at the pool. And my mother said to, to the guy, he was a big kid. He'll fight you, but one at a time. Three of them. I said, Ma. She goes, Don't worry, you could take him. That's that's my mother, the best. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, I love to hear all the good news of the 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 mothers who are seventy years old, who are Democrats, who want to vote Republican. And today it's forty one days until the next election. That's Brian Piccolo's number. Now I we might Brian be in Piccolo. yard two. We we might be on the <laughs> we might be on the two yard line. And we may not be getting a touchdown right away, but if you vote for a Republican, you're moving the ball down the lo- down the line. Don't and the do easiest sports way on my Democratic show. This is my daughter. show. We don't do sports men in costumes. I like James Conn, and, and that's why I right. watch the movie, not because I care about the sports. So the, so the main point I'm trying to make is, even though we don't have the team we want, this is the team we have, uh, and let's just uh, let's just get the Republicans to win. You can put there are about three or four house seats in the uh, in the. Uh, the federal house that you can flip in Illinois. You know, you, you know, I did play sports. Did you know this, Kelly? I actually was recruited by Gene Pingator to play sports at St. Joe's, and I played on the football team. And you know what he kept telling me? Stop hitting our he guys. He said, don't lose in your practice, watch at the, at the country club in on North no, Avenue. In practice, My I God. opened a can of whoop-ass. I don't have a team. I'm a team of one. Thank you very much, Kevin. Appreciate the show. Some of my old football mates still talk to me. Very few. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, Rich. How are you? Good. Listen, uh, the reason these uh, old politicians like Bernie Sanders who never worked a day in their life and never died is because they're like vampires. They're here to uh, suck the... It's amazing. Suck the life out of, how about Diane Feinstein? That son of a else. dog is still alive. She's still alive. With her speed racer hairdo, her Chinese chauffeur for 30 years. She's still out there. It's insanity. The, yeah, the, the, quality, the, the key to endless life is to become a, an elected politician and move to Washington. Yeah, they're here to, they're here to suck the life out of, uh, out of everybody and everything in the country uh, with all of these uh, Adam Schiff uh, policies. Not the Kamala Harris have. way. You're talking the, the Dracula way. All right, fair enough. you got to be clear on this. All right, because so it'll okay. get you a promotion if you're in the people. All right, be category. careful if you're Thank in Florida. You and, oh, yeah, come on. A little rain. We're fine. 312-642-5600. Terry, you're first. Wait, before I go. Uh, includes EV credits to make uh, electric vehicles more affordable, used as well as new. We're excited about that because, uh, you know, a, a lot of Americans uh, could be saving a lot of money by owning an EV, but only if they could afford it. This makes it cheaper. Well, there he is, the transportation secretary who got his job the same way the vice president got hers. Hey, Pete, if I want to know how to get Merlot out of cashmere, I'll ask you. Until then, shut your mouth, Luhu. I'll be back after this. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. I just hope it doesn't mess up my car. Terry Rogers Park. 
Hey, I, I was wondering, uh, since the police uh, won't remove an intruder from your home, uh, can the homeowner uh, call his friends or, or hire someone to uh, escort or drag him out? You know the answer, Terry. That's the route we're going in. That's the route we're going in. And that's why neighborhoods like I'm from will mount up again, and they will protect their citizens the old-fashioned way. And this is how you build up little little town-orientated mafias to protect their citizens. In the meantime, that's not the way it's supposed to be. The government in this country has one obligation. That's to enforce the law. Yet in these Democrat areas, the people who enforce the law are the political whores and the owners or, 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 or the, the, the chattel of the street gangs. So Kim Fox doesn't represent honest people. She doesn't represent those women who were, who were trying to be or victims of kidnapping. She represents the scum that perpetrate the crimes. She represents the Sinaloa cartel, not the kids who die from fentanyl. And that's why this is a game where they keep getting stronger and you keep getting weaker. And when you look at this law of the Safety Act and what, what Pritzker did, this is intentional. This is to make you victims and to build grace and political clout among the people who run these neighborhoods now, today, and that's the street gangs. Thank you, Terry. Good luck. Good luck. Tony Riverside. Hey, Sean. Hi, Tony. Listen, I have a story. My girlfriend, I turned around to you. She was born in Italy. She was supposed to be coming down there for her 60th birthday this weekend. Canceled. She's going to be going to Naples. Terrible. So I was wondering if you could just say hello to Rose because she keeps texting me about how much she loves you and how hysterical oh. you are. Hello, Rose. I wish you were down here. You got to go and eat. There's a couple of key places. You have to go to Mediterrano off of third. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. You're going to love it. The food uh, is great. The people are wonderful. Well, she had to postpone it because of, the, because of Ian, because of your friend Ian. Not my friend. And here's the other thing. She's <laughs> going to be 60 for a whole year, so come down next week. No big deal. Thank you, Tony. All right. Thanks, Sean. Take care, Rose. Uh, Jeff in Rockford. Hey, Sean. Uh, I was just looking at your your buddy's site uh, on, off the press. And it's yes. saying there that Manchin got played by the Democrats. Oh, please. He backed That's... their climate bill, then they rejected his pipeline. Ain't that just like them sleazy suckers? First of all, he's won. You know about Joe Manchin? Yeah, you know is. about his daughter? His daughter was involved in a scandal that if your daughter was, she'd be in, in jail and you'd lose all of your assets. His daughter was involved in the uh, in the insulin scandal. That was his daughter. Chuck Schumer's daughter works at Google. The other one works at Facebook. He's in that mafia. Don't, he's not a good guy just because he pretends to be. That's a game, a shell game, and that's the same way uh, visitors to New York lose all their money. They, they buy the, the presentation. Joe Manchin is a Democrat scumbag and has been his entire life. Well, There's an old clip. To show you how the Democrats are, though, to do that sure. to a guy. You oh, know, he a, gives, he, they beat him to death to get his vote, and he finally gives them the vote. They're not doing that to him. Do to him. He's doing that to us in conjunction with them. Look at the old photo of him, Joe Biden, and the Klansman, Robert Byrd, in the back of the convertible. Yeah. It's easy to see. Yep. He's been a scumbag for five decades, along with Joe Indeed. Biden. And the only difference is, I don't think Joe Manchin wants his socks. Yet. All right, I'll be back in 21 hours, regardless of Ian. Great Britain, sissy. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.